Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Box Office Breakdown. Information and commentary on weekly movie box office. Where Uh-oh. in the world is Sarah Stratton? <laughs> She's back in America. <laughs> yeah, she is back in America. For now. She's for back in America week, looking fantastic as usual. Oh, she actually kind of looks like Carmen Sinego. She had the trench coat and the hat. Yeah. With, put the hair up? I mean. Oh, she could. She's got I'll, I'll Halloween. Work on that for Halloween. This has got to be Halloween. Halloween it's got to be Carmen Sinego. We will Sinego. see. Well, She's everyone. In origin. Everyone. <laughs> let me do my intro. Right, Welcome back to Box Office Breakdown on the Popcorn Talk Network. I'm so happy to be back. I was doing a little bit of traveling. And I left these guys with some tasks, which you failed at. What was the task? <laughs> Creeping through your window? <laughs> no. That, we were supposed to. <laughs> we were supposed. A while ago, we had a challenge. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, which, yeah. Of, which of us could get the most mm. correct predictions for the box office numbers? Mm-hmm. We really haven't been keeping tally very well. No, we haven't. And you were supposed to figure it out while I was gone. Yeah, we're going to commission one of the admins to uh, take a look at it. Looking at probably, you, Dylan. Probably Mr. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Esposito. Okay. John well, before. Carlo. Before we also get into the numbers, I've stolen JT's phone because he has the list of winners. So we want to talk about this real quick. Winners from last week on Facebook are, I think I can pronounce this one. Okay. Yeah. Matt we have the hardest Beer. names. Matt Beer. Beer. I think I beer? got that one. It's <laughs> beer. B-E- like, wow. B-E-E-R. That's a great name. As a drink, yeah. Yeah, watch. He's going to tell us that I'm wrong. But yeah. I'm going to yeah. pronounce it Matt Beer. Bear. Um Brandon <laughs> Cody and Nick Boston. In addition, Andreas this is the one I'm nah. Dombrowski guessed within three million of what Age of Ultron would make. That's pretty damn good. So good job, guys. Was I, the last one Dombrowski? 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 Dombrowski. Jimmy Dombrowski. Andreas Dombrowski. His dad's Jimmy. So good job, guys. Correct guesses. You are the winners. Yeah. Thank you for letting me have your phone. <laughs> no problem. JTE. Thanks to Dylan for uh, messaging me and hey, so helping us out. So what's up? You, I heard you've seen uh, or saw uh, Age of Ultron in uh, London. I did see Age of Ultron in London. Wow, I was part cool. of the you know giant overseas boom mm. for that movie. I kind of feel bad for them. Their theaters are not up to par. Oh, London? I really? was in London in like a, one of their like big brand theaters. First of all, they have an aisle that goes straight down the middle, so no one can sit in a middle seat, which is annoying. That's Second it. of all, it's like a tiny screen. Oh, tiny. Is it, does it feel like old school? It feels like a like a kind of like a dated theater that we. Is it have. like two people holding a white sheet <laughs> and like candles? It's not quite <laughs> that. Sense, behind the pictures, but it was like very. I was like, I was watching that movie, and I was like, ah, I miss like we have these huge theaters here where you have like. The sound that's pretty much blowing out your eardrums well, and your luxury like- reclining seats. And I, I, I realize how spoiled I've been. I like to hear about that because I always want to know what different countries' movie theater experiences are like. Like, I hear some, London, is it quiet? Do people cheer? I hear it's very reserved it, compared it's to America. Reserved. In, that I part, mean, in that part of Europe, nobody likes to go to the theaters. They go to bars and, and have well, sex. Well, that's, that's not true because I was in a theater that was pretty much sold out. Well, oh, really? And their tickets, their tickets are like 16 pounds, which is like $20 a ticket for Jesus. not even three. Wow. So they're more expensive than the ones are yeah. here, and they're not getting as great, in my opinion, of a theater as we have. Is it like normal, like recliner type seats, or is it like little tables with chairs? It's with tea what I would have expected to go into a theater 
six six years ago. Wow. Yeah. And they serve tea. No. In the theater. Crumpets. No. no? Well, they crumpets, do yeah. serve Ben yeah. and Jerry's, which is... What? Ben which and is, Jerry's? That's yeah. pretty awesome. You didn't dive into that, did you? I always eat Ben and Jerry's. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why did you say know? don't dive into it? No, no, no. I said I don't know if she dove into ice cream or not. Oh, okay. She was an ice cream eater. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, let's get into <laughs> our numbers for this past weekend. What about Bosnia-Herzegovina? You were there too, right? I, I drove a little bit through Bosnia. A little you, bit through how, how did you play over there? How, does it, how did you play for like the... I was in Bosnia for 15 minutes. It's a long night. Is it, is, it, is it nice? Like, I feel like they're always... A... The, the part I was in was beautiful. I know nothing about Bosnia, but I feel like they're at war. Yeah. You get no. Hit on it just has that kind of name where it's like, Bosnia's at war. That's offensive. No, no, no I'm just saying. Well, the other are great over there. You guys, they're great. numbers. Yeah. The whole point of this show. Yeah, sorry. Let's start with number five on this list. Hanging mm. in there. I thought I was going to... <laughs> Stay out of the country for long enough not to have to talk about this again. But Paul Blart, Mall Cop 2. Yay. Hey. Mm-hmm. $5.1 million. <laughs> cool. Great. Um, Furious 7. Universal bringing in even more money with $5.2 million. Um, Age of Adeline, which I actually did see. It's not that great, so if you haven't seen it yet, see something else. Um, <laughs> Lionsgate film brought in $5.6 million. That's just a down 10% drop. And then number two, its debut week, Hot Pursuit, mm. brought in $13 million. I feel like this movie has been like putting on the press shoes. It's been everywhere. We've seen interviews yeah. like crazy, but it's just not. I just don't think it's overcoming the fact that people already think it's think it's going to be horrible. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's I mean, so little faith in this movie. It's terrible. The reviews have been... We said it last the last week we tore it apart. Yeah. And then Schmoes tore it apart. Oh, the they, Schmoes they gave tore it apart. zero. Like, yeah, it Mark... has six on Rotten Tomatoes, I think. Is yes. it really? I it's at 6%? It's, I think it's at 6%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One percentage lower than Paul Blart Moore Cop 2. It's... Those are two back-to-back comedies in very low territory on Rotten Tomatoes. It's unfortunate. I love both the actresses in this mm. film. And it's just sad that I don't even want to see it. Ugh, unfortunate. All right, number one, staying up there. Mm-hmm. The Avengers Age of Ultron brought in $77 million this week. I mean, that's not, that's a, it's that, a drop, but that's so minus much money. 60. It's, it's not terrible by any means, but not like, you know, that earth-shattering record, record-breaking they were going for, that like that cult phenomenon, like where it's like, holy shit, this is going to bust every record I, I, in the world. I can't, I can't say anything negative about it. It's still $77 million. It's a blockbuster. Yes. It's a, it's a that life-size is, blockbuster. For most movies, that is a fantastic opening weekend. Oh my God. If you get that opening weekend, people are like, this is the hit. This, you normally are, oh, that's it's crazy set, to this, me. It's still the second biggest opening weekend ever, right? Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. And but. it's only losing to its... Predecessor. Well, let yeah. me. Uh, we talked a little bit about the movie last week. Uh, I liked the movie a lot. I was a little mm-hmm. disappointed uh, when I left leaving the theater. I kind of help you feeling a little disappointed. You have Why? not seen it yet, right? No, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to. And I'm curious to hear. Well, I'm curious to hear what your take on the movie is. Did you, how did you feel stacked up to the first one? I was just happy that in this movie. <laughs> I was just happy. Yeah. Okay. No, that they <laughs> to be took. Being in London in a theater, watching. <laughs> <laughs> My what I like about Age of Ultron. First of all, is that I saw this with my whole family, mm-hmm. and despite the fact that they don't watch Marvel movies on okay. repeat, they've seen probably each of them once, and it was the time they were in theaters. Mm-hmm. So they're not guess- getting all the Easter eggs. They're not mm-hmm. getting the references. They're just going to see this one movie, and hopefully it stands up. Sure. And all of them liked it. Okay. Which to me is really impressive, because this is uh, the 11th? Marvel franchise it's, yeah, it's up something there. like that something and so the fact that you have people who can still come in and enjoy it just 
for the movie that it is, mm-hmm. that's impressive. Mm-hmm. That you don't have so like what oh there was a movie that came out last year and there were so many like Easter egg lines that it made the script actually not make sense if you mm-hmm. didn't know what they were talking about. Right. Mm-hmm. And these didn't feel that way. On top of that, I didn't feel like we had the Transformers loop where it's like okay let's just create a bigger battle because that's all these movies are for mm-hmm. and transformers all those movies are just like let's add more special effects let's yeah. make something I mean, bigger this one at least they tried to do some character about development i learned something about each of the characters listen transformers not in the same league as this movie that thing no. is just garbage yeah. um i agree with you the uh i think this movie is a good blockbuster popcorn movie. I could see. Yeah. I, I don't think anyone it's not should. A phenomenon. Yeah, no one should walk out of this movie not liking it. I think it's it's hard to imagine somebody just not like straight out not liking this movie because mm-hmm. it's so entertaining. But there are a lot of plot holes, and there's a few things in the movies that I, I feel well, like we talked about this last week. They're saying there's gonna be a three hours director's cut on Blu-ray. I feel like a lot of the problems I have with this movie can be fixed. Probably. With some of the I, scenes. Even, I mean, you see Josh Whedon on the press tour? The guy is not exactly happy with this movie. It's easy to read that. He could tell that he left some stuff on the editing floor. There's stuff in the movie were, he didn't want in the movie. They were doing I mean, reshoots up until three weeks before the movie was released. True, but Marvel does that all the time. What's your yeah. biggest negative about it? Because I do have... I have, I have, I have some qualms, uh, My, my biggest negative is, I guess, number one is Ultron, to me, was not a very good villain. Sorry uh, for spoilers, he, guys. Yeah, he wasn't fleshed out. I was never... Anytime he was on screen, I never felt like the Avengers were in any danger. Mm-hmm. Okay, when we, then we agree. Because for me... The problem was my when I was most worried mm-hmm. happened probably a third to halfway <laughs> through the movie okay. versus at the end. Yeah, like in this type of movie, you are supposed to build. This isn't a complete character arc story where you have the climax in the beginning. It should be happening at the end of the second act, and this mm-hmm. to me was happening either halfway through or at the beginning of the second act, which is with the whole when we had what ended up being Vision's body being created. That to me was the scariest point. That mm-hmm. was when they had the most at risk. Yeah. And so then it just kept, they just felt safe towards the end. We knew that they were surviving. Isn't this like a filler movie in in a way? I want to say filler, no. I mean, there's, I think the stuff that does feel a little bit filler is pushed in by Marvel to set up some of the future films. Yeah, to set Mm -hmm. up, yeah. But you could see the struggle while you're watching a movie. It's almost like you could just see Marvel and Whedon pulling tug of war. Mm -hmm. I need this. Oh, you need to have that. Mm -hmm. And because that, certain things in the movie don't come fruition that they set up in the beginning. There's things in the beginning that is set up where I'm like, oh, this is going to okay. pay off, and it never comes to fruition. But he was very smart in how he made this movie and how he used the characters of Scarlet Witch. Like, that, I thought, was really smart. Well, I thought it was great. And I said this on Thursday, Schmoes on Show, because we did kind of like a spoiler review. Mm-hmm. There's this great moment that Scarlet Witch and Aaron Johnson's Quicksilver say, we sat in a rubble for two weeks or two days waiting for Tony Stark to kill us because it was like one of his bombs that didn't go off. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, there's going to be a great confrontation between these twins and Tony Stark at some point in oh, this movie. Oh, of course. And that never it's happened. It's a little strange mm-hmm. that they never... Oh, you wanted it in this I, movie. Yeah. see it again. I, something should have happened. Nothing of that... that you had this great scene setting up mm-hmm. something that could come to fruition later in the movie, and it's just never addressed. Yeah, well, also something Marvel has to work on is the cost of life, which they don't <laughs> seem no one no, really cares did, about. They did okay. My thing is, I, mm-hmm. Marvel's villains just... They aren't the best. DC has way better villains. Yeah. 
Totally agree. I mean, you got the Joker. I mean, you got all these other when, great characters yeah. that they can play off of. Mm-hmm. You know, when uh, Joker Marvel and Bane, Universe, the, yeah, yeah, Joker and Bane are on screen in those Batman movies. Mm-hmm. You don't know what the hell is going to happen. No. Anytime Joker showed up, you're like, shit is going down. Anytime Bane came up, you're like, yeah. this guy's about the wreck house. Then, you know, you got Riddlers. You got just uh, I'll try. Know, I'm a huge Loki fan. So I'm a huge he's, Loki fan. He's, too. he's good. Yeah, but he's the that, one guy they got. Okay. Yeah. Other <laughs> they're made up villains. But, well, let's talk about the numbers. I was going to say we just spent another. <laughs> Ten minutes talking about Avengers. Um, Hot pursuit. If you haven't heard enough about this movie, so it did drop sixty percent. I mean, that's going to happen every time you open that big from the first sure. weekend. Uh, it's, it's right on par. It's right on par. Um, if it would have did two hundred, then it would have made it would have made ninety. That would have still been a sixty percent drop. True. Uh, I'm same thing. Really curious to see how it's going to drop <clears> this. Agreed. Week. Especially when we some of the movies are coming out. out and competing markets. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting. Obviously. Hopper suits gonna Ugh. drop like crazy. <laughs> How much is that movie um, gonna drop? It, thir- it made thirteen. I, I predicted thirteen. That's exactly what it made. I, uh, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. You did say thirteen. I said I, th- I was a little more ca- optimistic. I was like maybe know, closer to twenty. Warner because it's counter programming. Yeah. Avengers. It's Warner. You said twenty. I was like, you're I crazy. Don't know. I was like, <laughs> well, on. who did yeah. you figure was seeing Hopper suit versus like Age of Adeline? Every girl. <laughs> I, I I disagree. You know who really? seen it or saw it? Um, the people in um, little South. Towns. I feel like you're more likely that's where. Audiences. I don't know. From I saw Age of Adeline this weekend as well, mm-hmm. and I went there with my mom mm. for Mother's, Mother's Day, Day, and it was her pick. Yes. And like Hot Pursuit was brought up, and I didn't even. We didn't even know. No. I like she had. Yeah. She made me go. What to if she Age said Adeline. Paul Blot more cop, mall cop <laughs> versus <laughs> Hot Pursuit? <laughs> no, no, you, no, that was that. Their mom said, "Hey." You know, sweetie, I want to go see uh, Paul Blart. I mean, what are you going to say? It's no one mothers. Day I would have thrown the car keys in the toilet. Yeah. Like, no, mom. I think. The oh movie, no! Maybe there's close today, mom. I don't know what you're talking about. What is happening? Um, here's the thing: Hot Pursuit. You do have two pretty, well, one bankable star who was nominated for Oscar last year. Yeah. And has done these kind of comedies. She's not a list anymore, though. But okay. she's close. And then Sylvia Gray. I mean, yes, she's, she's not. A, I guess she's not really a pull, but she's that modern family hey. pull. So she's a list TV. I'm gonna. This is gonna be treading on maybe some hot water, but the thing is, this is a female comedy yeah. that they used. Yes, really well-known actresses mm-hmm. that women love. But if you're putting that again, there doesn't seem to be too much of a love story. Mm-hmm. This. Age of Adeline on a weekend like that has more pull because yes. there is the whole love scheme involved. So you think of the love story because I mean I when mm-hmm. I saw the trailer for this like they're trying to do the heat, but Correct. with two different actresses. Correct. Which is a good movie and that movie opened pretty well. So I don't think a love story necessarily has to be in there for it to do good. Mm-hmm. No, but it will normally do better. Okay. In the women market, I would say. Yeah. You should have gave us well, a hard R and chicks naked. <laughs> <been> naked. <laughs> Sylvia Gar. Yeah. Uh, the thing I will say though, like it did hit thirteen million, and three, four, and five are literally all at like five million exactly. point something. Yeah. So these were the two movies that made all the money. Everything else was just no. Those scraps. weren't even the two movies that were made all the money. Well, Avengers, Avengers made, made all, all the money, the money yeah. but by far, yeah, Hot Pursuit probably did get a lot of Mother's Day crowd. That's what I'm saying. Uh, that had to help, right? Yeah, and it definitely and it helped. is counter programming too. Well, it didn't help the D train. 
Oh, did I even open the top ten? No. Oh, but it was limited, right? No, it had a thousand theaters. Wow. And only made like four hundred and change. You got I mean Jack Black just he just he's not opening movies anymore. Yeah. Neither is James Travel. He's and got to exactly. he's gotta be a supporting Well actor, before we move on to international numbers and such, let's get a couple of throwouts also to Ex Machina, which yeah. I finally saw and is fantastic. Oh, nice, mm-hmm. you like the totally Love it. Great movie. That is going up. It came up to the sixth spot. I wish so bad that it had taken number five. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It was nice. so close. Um, it went up 52%. It was at 3.4 million. The studio's pushing that a lot more, too. Like, I'm seeing they way are. more trailers, it's commercials that now than when it first came out. I saw it on the plane because it was under what? it was under um, Virgin Atlantic Loves. Yes. Really? It was like one of their featured ones. They do that kind of stuff. In their I mean, plan fits. Yeah. That's great. You know, they want mm-hmm. people to see this movie. It's good. Also, Woman in Gold getting the eighth spot, going up 3%. Weinstein, 1.6% million also probably bringing in a couple moms Mom's for day. mother's Absolutely. day I was, definitely my mom's whole book club went you know really? the normal and maggie <laughs> nobody's seen that oh yeah i mean maggie didn't even crack but. Uh, well it's only in 79 theaters oh, it's just it's just proven like nobody wants to see schwarzenegger anymore it's just he just doesn't have it unless it's terminator or expendables from what i hear he doesn't give a bad performance it's just not a good movie yeah, it's, I heard it's really, but really although dark. I did see him on my international TV. Really? He was in, um, he's in the intro for some of the theaters. They have like this weird thing they and say they the run devil into. Man? Did they call him devil? He, he does his normal screaming <laughs> yeah. scene where he like screams at something and he like it. does his hands really big. Okay. Kind of looks like the Hulk. Yeah, he probably gets paid five zillion dollars. Exactly. So that's what he's doing when he's <laughs> yeah. not doing movies like Maggie. All right, let's get into our international numbers. More on Age of Ultron, if yeah. you can't get enough, is holding up impressively, hauling, hauling in 65 million, which is crossing the 562 million for foreign, with a to- Ooh, worldwide yeah. total of 875.3 million. Mama mia. So we're, we're getting closer to that billion dollar mark. Well, it'll do it once uh, May 12th hits. Oh, are you talking about because Japan and China? Yep. Oh, bohemian. wait, it hasn't hit China yet. The burgeoning, <laughs> oh, burgeoning yeah. bohemian. So, <laughs> so wait a minute. We're at 875. It's almost at 900 million. It has yet mm-hmm. to hit China. Exactly. And that's a guaranteed yeah. two to 300 million. In yes. one day. It's getting <laughs> to the billion dollars. It might make 100 million in one day. <laughs> Fast and the Furious 7 did 60. It's opening it on a Tuesday, though. Ah, that's like a weekend <laughs> over there. <laughs> no, it's opening on a Tuesday. They it's work seven days a week. They don't even have days. It's just like they just get up. That's it. China no does not time. have weekends. They work seven days a week. It's There's no Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Well, we will be no definitely talking. It goes work be... day one, two, three, four, yeah. five, six, seven. <laughs> Wonderful. We are going to be talking a lot more about Avengers next weekend because of those numbers, so I don't want to spend too much time on it. Other things that we're going to talk about is how it's going to replace Harry Potter and the Deathly Hall is where it's moving up in that chart, but I kind of Oof. feel like we should leave it till next week because that's when our bigger numbers are really going to come in. I mean, listen. Yes, absolutely. It's... Uh, Fast, I'm I'm really curious because I think Fast is at 1.3 billion right no, now. 1.5. 1.5 billion. Mm-hmm. I think Avengers right now is on track to outpace it. It will. Mm-hmm. I, I think it will because it's already it at almost 1 billion. Well, because they're doing they're going to do the same amount. Avengers will win uh, domestically by probably another probably over 100. Okay. So you know you'll and you'll see the same amount if not a little more foreign for Avengers. Well, because I think May doesn't have a lot. I mean. What are you about to is, is say? Is there anything... What are you about to say? And, and is there anything coming out in May that really could compete with Avengers? Internationally? As, internationally. No. And, no. Mad Max, no. San Andreas. Pitch Perfect, no. San Andreas, no. I don't... Tomorrowland, maybe. I mean, tomorrow... I mean... No, no. 
Mad Max will probably have the legs that Kingsman has, though, but it's not going to compete in the numbers. Mm -hmm. I think some of those movies are going to do good, but they don't have the built-in franchise. No. Nothing is close this month to Avengers. So I think Avengers is going to just clean up this whole Mm -hmm. all of May. And then June, it'll start taking some hits once the bigger movies come out. All right, so we will talk more about the international numbers next week. And let's instead move on to our game. Yes, hit it. Please. Or not. Or Hold no on. game. It's coming. Or you break out the Rosetta Stone because it's time for been the <laughs> international title Boxing game. Dug it Wonderful. I almost, I, I almost so vocally yelled it out that time. I felt it from Mike, an inner deep of me. You know, I we have to yell headphones. Japanese. If you yell, I will throw something on you. <laughs> Which one I is mean, your favorite? I like his Castro. Because like, you know, uh, I'm really, I'm, it's like I'm making a I, point. I yeah, do, yeah. I do <laughs> like the. It kind of well, in my head, I think of him as I'm making pizza. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit of cute. Okay. So you give a, you gave us a little hint about what these are about today. So I geared these towards something I was really upset okay. about last week. What was um, that? Natalie Portman, okay, mm-hmm. who I, I like, but I don't like anymore now. Uh, what? She she says like she gave an interview. She's like, yeah, I don't even know where my Oscar is. It's like it's like hidden away in a safe or something with like dust on it. What? Yeah, she's like, I haven't seen it in a while. And this is what she this is her quote. I don't know where it is. I think it's in the safe or something. I don't know. I haven't seen it in a while. I mean. Darren, obviously she means Aronofsky, actually said to me something when we were in that whole thing that resonated so deeply. I was reading the story of Abraham to my child and talking about, like, not worshiping. Not worshiping <laughs> this is the longest quote idols. ever. And this, <laughs> it's like we were, they're worshiping little gold men. She's like, I don't really even care where it is. Then stop acting. Like, you're, oh, I completely disagree. That's not wow. fair. You're there to get an Oscar, right? No. You want to you wanna be, uh, you know, get the accolades. I want them. Uh, my Oscar would be right on my mantle if I had one. Congratulations. <laughs> but I don't think you can wrong someone for saying that they just love doing what they're doing despite in any safe, type of acknowledgement for it. worshiping false idols. Give me a break. I mean, Joe Namath never takes a Super Bowl ring off. No, he never does. <laughs> I know people who don't do it either. Look, everyone has their own thing. Also, like, Charlize Theron, like, <clears throat> keeps... I think she keeps her like Oscar in her bathroom, where yeah, she keeps so like her Victoria's Secret trophies well, on fine. her desk. You know where, like, you know where everyone has their own you know where priorities. Sean, Kent, Sean Penn keeps his Oscars <laughs> where? right next to the condoms. <laughs> okay, that being said, all I'm saying is I don't think it's something. <laughs> I don't think it'd be. I would rather. Yeah. I would rather deal with an actor who's like, oh, I'm happy I got an Oscar. I don't know where it is, yeah. versus the one who's like. These are my Oscars, and I'm going to put them on the mantle for everyone to stare at them every single time they I walk in. I think you kind of want to be treated like a normal person. <sighs> yeah, but she's not tough. normal. Now she's reading her child like books of Abraham, and, and she's married to some ballet They're dancer. Just as, <laughs> what's the difference between all of the actors who also then like keep their kids away from like magazines and watching their own movies? Well, that's totally fine, but an Oscar's an Oscar. That's a big one. I mean, yeah, if you win an Emmy, yeah, who cares where it's at? I'm not saying you have to flaunt it, but to be like, I don't even know where it is. Like, it's in the yeah, it's in a box in your garage Ridiculous. somewhere buried. Ridiculous. I don't know. I, still got I don't my, blame her. I still got my trophy from, like, my nine-year-old Little League championship right on my mantelpiece until I get something better than that. Anyway, that being there said. There are certain <laughs> things that are more important than <laughs> statues. It's called family. Okay. Fair. <laughs> Anyway, okay. either way, <laughs> now that we've had this debate, please get into our game. Yeah. Okay, we get into the game. Okay, so all from China, all Natalie Portman movies. Oh, amazing, Mr. Megorian's 
Wonder Emporium. Oh, the Dustin Hoffman movie. Yeah. I always get that confused with the Mr. Fox one. Magic. Fantastic Mr. Fox. <laughs> really? Okay. Magic. I don't know. Magic titles. Toy Town. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Magic okay. Toy Town. Zoolander. Okay. Mm. Supermodel. Spy. Okay. Wait, I'm sorry. Zoolander, super. What is she Ma- in that? She's in it. Ben Stiller? Natalie. Oh, yes. She, she has a very she's she's a cameo. A cameo. Oh, okay. I was like, what is she, when is she in that movie? <laughs> she plays Owen Wilson. <laughs> she, she got the and Oscar. that was her Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. Black Swan. Oh, uh, the Oscar winner. Mm-hmm. Powder-faced dancer. Oh, that's she won like right. every award for that, too. Yeah, she, she won like up. BAFTA, Golden Globe, yeah. everything. Yeah, and they're all, she doesn't have them anymore. They're mm-hmm. all hidden somewhere. <laughs> Anywhere but here. Tube. To the Pacific. Wait, 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 wait. Anywhere but here. I'm yeah. these all repeated. Say it. Tube? Tube. Like tube. <laughs> like fallopian? Like test tube. Yeah, like <laughs> fallopian tube. I'm going to no, Wait, are be... we picking the true one or the false one? <laughs> We're picking the false one. False one. <laughs> all right, so repeat them all okay, over Mr. M- Mr. Megorian's Wonder Emporium. Okay. Which was, uh-huh. I think, was Heath Ledger's last movie or something. Okay. Magic Toy Town. No, that was a Heath Ledger's movie. But keep going. <laughs> yes, it was. I, you're thinking of the uh, Terry Gillum. Oh film. yeah, yeah, Mister Doctor Pernalosis. Yeah, yeah. Zoolander, supermodel spy. Okay. Black Swan, powder-faced dancer. Okay. Anywhere but here. Tube <laughs> to the Pacific. <laughs> I got to. I don't understand Tube to the Pacific. I gotta but... go with number three. I'm gonna go Black Swan on this one. Powdered-faced dancer. She did uh-huh. have a powdered face. I know, but I just don't think and that's they do how that they... kind of geisha stuff over there. <laughs> oh, but not, well, not that's Japan. That's Japan. <laughs> that's same thing. Uh, let's ask the engineer. What do you what do you got here, man? Because I have no idea. I say Black Swan. Yeah, okay. Oh, we're both... Me and the engineer on the same page here. Oh, wow, okay. learn dare to be different. Um, <laughs> what do you think it's there? <laughs> so much more entertaining when people pick different things. Uh, Black Swan? No, I'm going to pick... The last one, because I have no idea what you're talking about. Test tube to the Pacific. I don't understand. <laughs> What is it? Some girl I know was the first test tube baby in Florida ever. Uh, you guys are right, Black Swan. Uh, yes. Powder face, powder face dancer. Killed um, it. Two in a row. She did have a powder face. She did. She, she was did. a dancer. Yeah. I mean, I just, I just couldn't equate powder face with dancing. What about tube to the Pacific? I still don't get that. I guess it's like, you know, there's somewhere anywhere but here she could like, they think like, hey, there's like a tube under America that goes right to China. I don't don't get it. I don't get that. (laughs) It's a horrible title, whoever wrote that. I, yeah, I went a different direction with that one. Congratulations, (laughs) JT and the engineer. Yeah, that's two weeks in a row I got it. I hit, I mean, what was my, I think I hit like three or four in a week once. You did. Well, we would know if you guys had done your job and looked into these things. (laughs) Yeah, you should go to Vegas. Unfortunately, you didn't. All right, now let's get into our top five list of the week today today we're going to be talking about top five grossing reese witherspoon movies Hmm. so she's been in the acting game for a while i think she what started modeling when she was like seven oh she model first a little like very very tiny like like, i think she did some catalogs (laughs) or something and then she got her first like lead role on an extra call okay she was the baby in nirvana she was the baby on the nirvana album that's a lie don't listen to him that's a boy no but she did start young and she's been tons of stuff so let's get into her list fear is my favorite movie of hers which one fear with mark Wahlberg. 
Oh yeah, Fear mm. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, the I roller coaster. That's my favorite movie <laughs> yeah. of hers is. She was good enough. I just saw um, Wild. I'll tell you right now, mine's mm. on this list, so we'll get to it. Oh wow. Okay, mm-hmm. number five is it this one? Because this one's not mine. <laughs> Four Christmases came oh. out in two thousand eight. Made like one hundred thirty-five million. Something. Yeah. Uh, the funny thing about this is apparently Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon hated each other. Yeah, he hit her in the head with a. Uh, he had a. He paid a. He paid a. He paid a PA. To during the fight scene when they were throwing dishes and stuff, yeah. the PA's like hit her, hit her, hit her with it, hit her and hit her in the head. She got five stitches, delayed production by three days, and that's why they hated each other. After that. <laughs> what really? Yeah, that's serious. Maybe he Holy just meant cow. it as a joke. Maybe it was something. Yeah, he I, mean, was I don't think he meant to hit her in the face. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I saw this movie and I almost walked out of theater. Oh, it's terrible. It's just not funny. The only decent so thing they play it on TV all the time. It's on yeah. all the time. The only thing decent about it is there's some good cameos. John Favreau has like a small scene with mm-hmm. Vince, and anytime Vince and John Favreau are together, yeah, the, usually the banter is usually good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So besides that, though, it just felt, just felt like a tired. I, I, even though it's a, kind of a new idea, it mm-hmm. felt. So, like something I've just seen a hundred times before. Well, like, it, you know what though? There's a whole crowd of people who love movies. They they know how it's going to end, and yeah. they know what it's yeah. about, it's and this is how you put on family, and that's why they keep making them. I feel like this was and a guess what? Because movie. it makes it on the list. It does. Top five. And, and it did. I mean, was a lot of money. it made its money. I mean, I went and saw it. Well, All Seth, right. Seth Gordon directed it. He directed yeah. King of Kong. King right. That doc was the best, but then Great he went movie. into features, and ugh. he's been doing horrible since. All right. Well, Reese Witherspoon. This to me is the. Film that made her an uh, A-lister. A lister. Yes, legally blonde. One hundred and thirty-eight million, so just above yeah. Four Christmases. But what? This launched sequels. This yep. maybe I think it might have launched a third. It launched mm-hmm. a musical. It's still quoted. I and it really just cemented her as like this is one of the movies of hers you can watch over and over again. Mm-hmm. It's doesn't feel that dated. Uh, never saw. This it. is the one that got her. You to never million. saw it. Never saw Legally Blonde. Is that a bad thing? Is that horrible? I've seen it illegally blonde. What did I say? No. You, no I've oh, seen I said it. illegally That's blonde. That's the one I saw. Well. Ill- illegally blonde. <laughs> illegally blonde. That's a different yeah, movie. That's a different movie. Um, so <laughs> she plays what? Like a lawyer? It's like the blonde sorority girl and okay. going to Harvard. It's kind of like the house bunny. But yeah, with but a lawyer. Um, Remember that movie with Anna Ferris? I'm going to say it's better. Okay. Well, yeah. Than, yeah, I'm not saying that. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> and, but, yes, it's the yeah. blonde sorority girl who ends okay. up at Harvard and then somehow saves the day by yeah, actually being... She's stupid, but she's really smart. And so yeah. basically Paris Hilton was trying to be a lawyer. No. I'm also going to say no to that. No. Well, Owen, a <laughs> okay. little fact about that. Owen Wilson and Luke Wilson were supposed to play um, the, uh, what the brothers, uh, what are they called? The brothers in Ocean's Eleven. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you told me that before, yeah. yeah. They, Luke uh, Wilson's in this movie. Yes, it's Luke Wilson and, yeah. Yeah. Luke Wilson's the love interest. Yeah, 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 that's right. But Owen, him, him and Owen Wilson were supposed to play the brothers that Scott Kahn and uh, Casey Affleck played in uh, You know Ocean's that story 11. does not have anything to do really with all of us. Yeah, Owen Wilson's in, I mean, Luke Wilson's in the movie. <laughs> so instead we're going to move on to number yeah. three, which is Walk the Line at $150 million. This is definitely not the one JT likes. This is my favorite movie. Oh, okay. Really? Of the list. I love Walk the Line. It came out the year after Ray. And mm-hmm. I think because of that, and Ray won all the Oscars for like Jamie Foxx and was nominated for everything. Mm-hmm. Walk the Line was nominated for a couple, yeah. And even Reese, oh, Reese won. won. She won for this movie, mm-hmm. and I think this is a way better movie than Ray, in my opinion. I do, I do too. And I think the only reason why I didn't get more Oscar love is because it, it was coming off the year after Ray, and people were like, mm-hmm. "That already came past." Mm-hmm. This movie always feels a little bit long to me when I really? watch it. Yeah, it, I don't know. I always find myself like doing other things as I watch the movie. I applaud them because both of them learned their instruments. Yes, oh, they, did. they learned to sing. They, yeah, they sing the whole time. That's, That's unbelievable. Great. And I. 
I actually love it. It just always feels a little bit slow to me when I watch it. Wow, it's interesting. I love, yeah, I saw this. I loved it. I'm a Johnny Cash fan. Who isn't? Yeah. And I think Joaquin, I, I'm not sure who won that year, but I, he definitely it, it, deserved to get nominated like he it did. It wasn't Joaquin. Somebody else won. I forget who it was. Yeah, some, Joaquin didn't win, but he was, I'm glad he got nominated. Well, he was so involved in the character. Unless he did, did he not get nominated? Well, he was doing drugs. He had to be he was, Every scene that called for like drugs and drinking, he was doing that. Like he became that person. <laughs> and then immediately after production ended, he was hospitalized. hospitalized. For like rehab and just bad. because he just yeah. shouldn't do that. Yeah. All right. Great movie though, guys. If you haven't seen yeah. Walk the Line, it is my favorite biopic of a f- musician. Wonderful. That's, that's All a, right. Number two <laughs> coming out in 2002, just, just a biopics. year after Legally Blonde, yep. Sweet Home Alabama brought in $177 million. This was early was, in her career too, 2002. This was coming out. Oh, no, it's not early, early in her right career. After, this was right after Sweet Home. Uh, it's right after right, Legally Blonde. Right after Legally Blonde. Uh, okay, so kind so of this is one because there are, she was in Cruel Intentions. Yep. She was in... Um, one that takes place in high school, not candidate, uh, uh, campaign. Da, 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 oh, no, yes, 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 election. Election, election yeah. thank oh, you. Yeah, something. Too. God, that's, like, one of my, that's probably my second favorite movie yeah. She has some really good movies, but Sweet Home Alabama just cemented kind of her place as America's sweetheart. Gotcha. Okay. Definitely had that Southern charm, romance to it. Mm-hmm. I th- and also took over TV for a while. I feel like a lot of her movies like Absolutely. have a couple of years where they're just you know, they playing sell right, nonstop. They sell right to TNT and TBS. Yeah. Sweet Home Alabama. I s- there was like four years where I swear <laughs> you just could watch every it like, every week. That's the role that uh, Patrick Dempsey was able to get Grey's Anatomy off of. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Oh, Patrick Dempsey? Yeah, yeah I never saw Sweet Home yeah, He married. A, he, when he was 21. He did Can't Buy Me Love. He married, he married a 48-year-old uh, I can manager. explain the pot to you really quick. <laughs> girl meets guy. Doesn't want girl to meets guy in high death? school. Oh, okay. Breaks up. Girl meets second guy girl has to gets back together with guy from high school yes all right yeah you know patrick dempsey's a championship juggler i just feel like for these shows we should hook you up to a lie detector test that way i don't have to spend the time figuring it out i can just like kind of look over and it's like he went to clown oh, college too no he went to clown college he didn't graduate though they're like you got your hair is too good Number one. That's the, yeah. Good. yeah, you gotta get out of here. And the first movie on this list <laughs> taking her top spot, which I kind of sometimes feel like this is a disappointment mm. when you have all these movies that yeah. have such fans and then your number one grossing goes to Monsters vs. Aliens. Yeah. Yep. 215.9, so almost 216 yeah. million. I just kind of feel like that's kind of like a... Well, as an actor, you've made so many movies for so many years, movies that people love, that have created such followings, <laughs> yeah. and yet the one that's just beat them all yeah, is Monsters vs. Well, Aliens. Let me probably see. the easiest money she's ever yeah. made. The one thing I've learned from doing this show, for as long mm-hmm. as we're doing it, kids' animated movies have legs more than Absolutely. most live-action movies. Mm-hmm. Home mm-hmm. has been in the top five for like two months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it finally is out, but it's like number six or seven. So I'm not surprised. And plus, this was right around that. And even though this wasn't a Pixar movie, this was a DreamWorks. But it was around that time where DreamWorks and Pixar were just yeah. mm-hmm. doling out hits left and right. Mm-hmm. It was it was Kung Fu Panda, yeah. Shrek, any pick, name any Pixar movie. Anything. And this thing came out just like at the right time where mm-hmm. every animated film coming out was just doing blockbuster money. You know what? A lot well, of these people have to, you know, when you do these top fives, it's always, uh, if they do an animation voiceover, it's usually one or two, unless they have a make. smash hit. Like mm-hmm. last week, we did Scarlett Johansson, and we can't put the superhero movies in, because it's just ridiculous, you know? And True. So, but it's yeah, easy money. Ke- Keeper Sullivan was in this movie. But, yeah. Oh, that's right, you play the yeah, government he, he, well. he traveled with the rodeo circus in the late 90s. Yeah. Because he, like, wanted to quit <laughs> acting for a little while. Mm-hmm. And guess what happened? 
He wanted to star in Dallas Buyers Club, and they were going to give it to him. But he wanted the guy that instead of AIDS, he wanted him to have scoliosis and leprosy. And they're like, no, we can't do that. Uh, this is a true story. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, wow, back to the Reese, Witherspoon, so the Reese Witherspoon <laughs> themed yeah. list. Just now that we've been through the whole thing, Monsters and Lady Lands obviously won. It's also her most recent of oh, all really? of them on this list. Of the top five, 2009 was her most highest grossing. I'm curious, though, Legally Blonde being such a big hit, part two didn't even make the list. Not yeah. at all. That's surprising. These were movies that dropped off. They also didn't have as good of word of mouth. Okay. It's like versus when you're, we're going to talk about Pitch Perfect and Pitch Perfect 2. Yeah. There's so much hype. I feel like I was in the, I feel like, target audience for Legally Blonde and yeah, for course. Legally Blonde 2, and there wasn't that desire to go see it. It was such a push off until it comes to, at the time, like DVD mm-hmm. movie. If you even saw it then, it didn't have the any type of critical spunk around it. Gotcha. Okay. It was also like five mm-hmm. years after the original or something like but, that. Oh, yeah. It's never going to wait that long. Well, good job, right. Reese. Making Reese. lots of money. Go I'm pretty see. sure she's worth like $80 million. Go watch so She's doing well. I'm going to watch Dallas Buyers Club with Kiefer Sutherland in it. <laughs> that is not what our list is about. Scoliosis and leprosy. All right. Let's get into <laughs> our upcoming <laughs> films a little bit. We got a lot uh, of fun stuff to talk about. Yeah. First thing on the list, which is going to be great, I'm convinced, is going to be Mad Max Fury Road. I've been so excited for this for months. It is coming out, and it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, JT's uh, taking me tomorrow. Let me drop some truth on this microphone real quick. Yeah. (laughs) Just don't drop the microphone. Yeah, I won't. This is the best movie I've seen all year. Um, It's a big one. It is a action masterpiece. Great. It is a pure adrenaline ride from beginning to end. And I can't wait to see this at least three more times. Wow. I think, and this is, I really can't wait till we get to the predictions because I'm having trouble. I'm trying to think with my brain and not with my heart. I agree. Because <laughs> my yeah. heart wants me to make this the number one movie of the weekend. And I can't wait for everyone to see it and just go, oh my God, this is awesome. You're going to have but, to wait for the legs. You're yeah, going to have to wait for the legs I, of word of mouth. It's, yeah, it is. It, yeah, it's that's gonna the thing. Do, that's the problem. It's going to do great. We saw what Kingsman can do. We saw mm-hmm. how long these movies can last. And I think Mad Max has that potential. But... People are talking way more still about Avengers. They're talking more about even Pitch Perfect than they are Mad Max. I feel like there's people who are in love with it already Mm -hmm. that haven't gotten to see it, but that number hasn't been able to spread yet because, like, for instance, I can say I'm really excited for this movie, but no one's really going to listen to me until I see it and can confirm that it's good. Well, the one thing I am happy about is this morning the embargo was lifted, and if you looked at Twitter or Facebook, the reviews are across the board phenomenal. Yes. Um, Every one saying this is the best action movie in a decade, and that it lives up to all the hype and beyond. So I'm really hoping that gives a little boost this week. Yeah, I, I can't say it will because usually that you know critics. Honestly, you know I love listening to critics. They don't always. They most time don't affect box office until after the movie comes out. Okay, what are the chances that Mad Max can? push out Avengers. I Zero. Just, here's the thing. How much do you think Avengers... 0.0. I'm going to save this... I'm going to give it 20. And we're going to save 20%. this until predictions because I'm curious to hear what you guys think Avengers yeah. is going to make this week. Yeah. And how much true. do you think of Mad Max? So, Alright, so listen. Mad Max, I have nothing else to say except she, for it's an amazing movie. Charlie right. I'm seeing it again tomorrow. Charlie Theron uh, auditioned for uh, Elizabeth Berkley's part in Showgirls <laughs> but lost out to her. Now I would have... Wow. I mean, Elizabeth Berkley Berkeley got a great body. Yeah, she was good. Seeing Charlize do that kind of stuff, that would have been pretty phenomenal. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. Well, she is in this movie, so you can go see that. She's not dancing um, in this movie, I'll tell you. Pitch that. Perfect 2 is also coming out. Oh, this is, this is where I'm worried. What? Because the reviews are the opposite mm-hmm. of Mad Max. The reviews have been not good to okay. Yeah. Um, it is a sequel. Yes. But I don't know how many people really wanted a sequel to this movie in the first place. Um, uh, the first one opened decently. Yeah, it was a big hit. I just don't feel no, like there's the, any No, the first one became a became, big became hit. It became a hit, yes. It yes. was not a totally box agree. office smash. No, it, it became yes. a hit. It not only... Mm-hmm. I don't even think the box office numbers for the first one are on point to the people who have seen this. Mm-hmm. The it amount of people who saw this when it came out after, after theaters yes. is... Probably three times as many. It only what total made sixty five million. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely gonna open better than the first one. It's gonna be mm-hmm. the Austin Powers effect. Austin Powers yep. one did not do good in theaters, and two destroyed when it opened up because of the home video. Mm-hmm. Um, my thing is the reviews, and the other thing I'm really torn about is the crowds for Pitch Perfect Two Mad Max cannot be any different. <laughs> well, no, this is the thing. This is my Who's coming out this, this is my favorite thing about Pitch Perfect Two. When you go to like similar movies okay. on box office breakdown. I'm just going to reach you like the top five, which is Magic Mike, mm-hmm. XXL, mm-hmm. Ted 2, mm-hmm. Cinderella, okay. f- directly followed by Fifty Shades of Grey, Boom. directly followed by Into the Woods, okay. followed by Dumb and Dumber 2. Exactly. <laughs> so, I read this and I went, um, so what genre are you? Yeah, Who yeah, are we talking? You literally put Cinderella next to that's Fifty every, Shades of Grey. Genre. <laughs> it's like yeah. I was just like, I think they're just predicting like this is supposed to bring in the masses. It's four quadrant. It's PG thirteen. Yep. It's going to bring in teenagers. Uh, uh, rookie director too, Elizabeth. Elizabeth uh, uh, Banks who yeah. started in the were, first one. But she, she was in the first and she yeah. was one of people's favorite yeah. things about the first. Mm-hmm. Also, since the first, we've had all of her um, people fall in love with her in Hunger Games. Sure. In that role, she really has hit this com- comedy stride. Do you yeah. think it's a little played out, the whole acapella, Glee kind of well, thing? Well, no, this lip sync show on DH1 is doing well. There's this but Glee's people. on its way out. Yeah, I mean, American Idol. We just chunk. talked about American, American Idol, Idol just who has had so many seasons. Well, that's because that's American crazy. <laughs> You still have so many singing shows yeah. that get their weekly audiences mm-hmm. and they just don't stop. Um, acapella, yes or no, like singing in general brings in crowds, a certain no, crowd. It's, it's easier for a guy to convince his girlfriend to see a high octane action movie than it is for a girl to convince a guy to go see this movie. I don't know about Pitch Perfect. I know a lot of guys have seen it. I, I Some like it. Mark Riley hated it. Yeah, he loves everything. <laughs> he loves everything. But yeah, I don't know. Those, it's going to be very close fight for probably the second spot between uh, Max Pitch and Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect does it hits every demo. They no, got, it doesn't. It doesn't a, hit the yeah, guy. No, demo. no, they got an Asian chick, they got a white chick, they got a black <laughs> okay. chick, they got older chicks, <laughs> gotcha. I mean, they got everybody. All right, well, everyone that matters according to Tom yeah. over there. All right, let's God then talk. We've got two more to talk about. Absolution. Steven Seagal. Uh, Steven Seagal movie. Oh, I can't wait for this one. <laughs> How many movies theaters is coming out in? This is, uh, I think it's like 17 theaters. <laughs> okay, what's it about? I've he's heard the, nothing about this. You know, he just, he kills everybody. <laughs> there you go. He's the best. Well, you know, there's a big Cheeto story about him. It's amazing. Um, he loves Cheetos? Yeah, well, they, he was doing a movie. I think it was like uh, the boat movie. Under Siege. Yeah, the second I'm going one. to read you the IMDb 
Synopsis. little thing. Yes. When please. a contract killer, guess who that is? He's a contract killer in every movie. Steve Hall. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> encounters a girl on the run from a mob boss. Who's hot, probably. The girl's definitely hot. Her name's Vinnie Jones. <laughs> definitely hot. With, with powerful political ties, he is torn between, between protecting the girl and remaining loyal to the government agency that hired him for the mission. So, like... The professional or any other movie. No. What, I, what's he waning on these days? This is the most generic <laughs> plot summary I've heard. He's the best. Sh- these IMDb should have his weight next to the oh, his character. You know, he, he broke uh, he broke Sean Connery's arm in uh, when he was teaching him uh, like jujitsu for one of the Bond movies. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't even know he, he taught. Bro- he broke people. his arm. I mean, Seagal is just so past his prime. The Cheeto story. Uh, yeah. Oh, he, oh, yeah. What's the deal? Basically, he, they were like, the producers were like, oh, we got to hire a personal trainer. Steven's like eating like a monster. Right? And they're like, <laughs> all right, bring him in. For a bring him in. He has to lose like 60 pounds. They're like, all right, cool. Uh, the producers come in like three weeks before shooting. They're like, this guy's fatter than when he came in the first time. <laughs> and then and the personal trainer's like, let me show you something. They go into like a weight room. And like on I'm the, him go on, the bench, on the bench press thing, the guy's like, "Look at this!" And there was like Cheeto stains everywhere, and there was like a script full of Cheeto stains. And they're like, "What is this stuff?" <laughs> they're like, "Oh, he just he's got an addiction to Cheetos. The guy won't stop eating them." Well, there's your story for the day. <laughs> Interesting. All right, one more to talk about because we can pretty much the have the trainer. exact same conversation we just had because we're getting a. Jean-Claude Van Damme called like called Pound of Flesh (laughs) it's a great movie I I, I mean Pound of Flesh again that is the title yeah this was a tough one to find because there's a couple other movies called Pound of Flesh these movies should have been the titles of these movies should have been changed Steam Seagal and Pounds of Flesh yes (laughs) (laughs) Van Damme's have been absolute no absolute vodka absolute vodka yes well he is back What's this one about? Can we get synopsis for this one? He's the muscles from Brussels. It is about, I just had, let's find out. A man's heroic attempt to help a woman in distress ends with him waking up the next day without a kidney and plotting his revenge. Wow. He loves revenge. It's a kidney revenge movie. That's fantastic. (laughs) I want to watch that. Well, you know, Van Damme, he didn't know how to speak English, so he started watching uh, a lot of Flintstone episodes. Oh, really? And that's how he learned how to speak uh, English, to, through watching Flintstone. He actually wanted to play Barney Rubble in the live-action movie. This but totally they makes went, sense. But they went with Rick Moranis, because they're like, you know, Jean-Claude, just, like, you're too, like, just, muscle. He has a movie, like, every year. Oh, yeah. Every, so many. That makes sense, because the first four films that Seagal's, I mean, Van Damme's ever made, the leading actress's character's name was Wilma. Yeah. In all those movies. See? Because it's probably the guy. only word he knew how to really say. Huge guy. He liked. He wants the Jetsons to uh, spatially sprocket. This is one of his. It's one of his favorite guys. Okay, so <laughs> okay. so many people can go out and see those. I will not be probably one of them. Pound but of flesh. This, <laughs> I like to see a double feature. Pound this of can flesh get us into <laughs> our predictions. If either of you put any of those uh, movies in the top five, you're eliminated. This is going to be this an this interesting. So one tough for me. This is so tough for me. Okay, to let's go talk with about heart, our contenders. To go with the heart of the head is the question. Uh, JT between us won. Uh, he went three for five. Yeah. Me and Roxy went two for five. But Brian Fernandez went five for five, and he'll be getting the uh, Book of Eli Blu-ray. I think that's what you'll it be is. getting a Blu-ray. Yeah, <laughs> probably Book of Eli or no. I'm not he seems confused, so I'm just gonna go with Blu-ray. maybe Dolphin Tale too. I'm not sure yet, but you'll be getting something, dude. What Don't a worry difference about in movie. <laughs> yeah. Do you have <laughs> his contact information? Uh, no, send it to uh, JT on um, uh, message me. Yeah, yeah, DM him. Do that, or so on you can Facebook. get some free something. Yes. All right. Talking about predictions. Uh, JT to seems to want to talk. I'm I just you go first. Roxy uh, 
was the last one to do it last week. Let me ask you guys okay. a quick question. Before, before we go into this. You want to talk about how much things are making? I want to talk how much you think Avengers is going to make this weekend. It's made $70 million. It dropped 60%. Yes. Mm-hmm. How much do you think it'll drop off this weekend? I think it makes 44 44 Yeah. I think it's around there, too. I think it's around 40 45 The question is... 40, can 45 40 to $45 million. Okay. That's the question the is, a- can Mad Max break $40 million? No. With Avengers still out? Nope. <laughs> that is the question I'm debating right now. No, you're gonna, uh, I'm in your debate. It's not going to make that much money. I, I, Mad Max is going to make like 20, no, 25 no, to 27. No, no, It's at least $40 million. No way. <laughs> this is what I'm going to say. I'm not. I'm going to. I'm going to go with my mind here. Okay. I'm going to give Avengers number one, and I'm okay. going to say it's going to make forty-seven million dollars. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, I'm going to say forty-five. Sorry, forty-five. Forty-five million dollars for Avengers. You sure? Okay. I think Mad Max will be number two. Mm. Right there around forty million. No way. It's not enough money to go around. Listen, it, 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 if seventy million can be made in one weekend, it could go around. Okay. <laughs> I think Matt, no, should I go like exact number? Yeah, I'm going to say 40 million for Mad Max. Okay. okay. And Pitch Perfect, I will go 35 million at number three. Ooh. I'm just you don't guys don't have to get numbers for all those. I'm just giving you no, one, I will. how my mm-hmm. mind is breaking down. Avengers is going to be close to 45. Could be a little closer to 50, depending on drop off. But I think it's going to be close in that area. I think Mad Max is going to beat Pitch Perfect by just a few million dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. Definitely I think close. Pitch Perfect will be three. Then after that, it's really. I mean. <laughs> I, I can't. I, I don't even know where to go here. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> it's like I mean, all these talking, movies are made. We're talking two, three million dollars. I guess I gotta movies. go number four, Hot Pursuit, just because. It's, yep. I I don't know where else to go with there. <laughs> and then I'll go number five, uh, Paul Blart. Why? <laughs> just because I think Fast Seven is good. All Why? the fast, all the yeah. fast seven crew is ditch in town. Okay. Because yeah, Mad Max is the exact yeah. same thing, but better. Age Adeline. It's got. I mean, look at the three, four, and five this week are all point something off. Yeah, yeah I agree. And I think Paul uh, Blart is the difference. I mean, you're going to lose age is going to lose some money because of Pitch Perfect. So there you go. Avengers, Mad Max, okay. Pitch Perfect, Hot Pursuit, right. Paul Blart. All right, watch. Boom. Okay. <laughs> he when he rubs his hands together yeah. in a very devious uh, fashion. Obviously, Avengers is number one. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say 44 million dollars. Okay, right, where I'm at 45. I said it a couple of weeks ago on the main show. I think Pittsburgh, Pitch Perfect is going to beat Mad Max. Um, I may be eating my words after I see it tomorrow, but as of <laughs> right now, I think Pitch Perfect will come in at number two, probably somewhere around like 28 million dollars. Okay. I- I think. How much do you think Mad Max? You really think Mad Max make twenty million? You're insane. I, I think Mad Max is going to do like twenty five. You're it's gonna insane. Be dangerously close. It's going to be close to forty. I don't think so. I don't think. I don't think it's there yet. I think you get a lot of fanboys, but you ain't going to get the chicks. Ain't going to come out to see this thing. It's too dark, and it's and it's an R. Yeah, you know that. I, I did, I've seen opening, the movie. Trust forty me, million dollar openings on R is very rare. Trust me, it's an R. I'm going, Go and I'm a female. Yeah, because you like Tom Hardy. I actually like Shirley Theron, and, like, yeah, and this just forget, looks like Charlie an interesting Theron movie. It's kind of the start of this movie. She's going to pull Listen, a lot of people I want Mad Max to make money. $100 million. Mel me Gibson was at the, at the premiere. <laughs> you saw that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. I love that guy. Okay. All right, so that's your top three. What's yeah, four and five? Um, that's going to be difference makers. Yeah, right? I mean, i got to stick with what I said. And then, uh, you know, you're going to see uh, Hot Pursuit mm-hmm. at, I don't know, hopefully zero, but... <laughs> 
it'll probably do about five. It'll <laughs> yeah, drop six, off seven heavy. Or yeah. And, and uh, I think I'm going to go out on a limb and say uh, Ex Machina. Oh, wow. I you think, like, cause I think okay. Age of Adeline is going to be done because Hot Pursuit is the same kind of thing. And Ex Machina made 3.4. Paul Blart's got to get out of there. I mean, it has to. <laughs> I mean... If, like, the, the, if, if everything's right with the universe. <laughs> and Fast and Furious, I agree with you. Nobody's going to see that. And Age of Adeline, I hate anyway. <laughs> Let's go to Sarah. Oh, gosh. With the wisdom of traveling the world. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is difficult. Yeah, she's back. Um, <laughs> she's back. Number would one. In, would you buy in Europe? I, I, I have to talk about what I'm <laughs> okay, thinking. Sorry, sorry. So number one is... I'm not, not going to... Let me think. Um, I, I have... I'm confused on how Pitch Perfect's going to do. I mean, they compared it to like Into the Woods. That's Anna mm-hmm. Kendrick as well. That also has the whole Disney momentum. Totally that different made, crown. That opened to 31. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Disney though. Exactly. This is not Disney. No. And then you have, I think that we're going to see a lot of parallels between Mad Max and Kingsman. And I don't even, I think that people, the word of mouth kicked in even more after Kingsman. And that opened to what? 38? Mm-hmm. Less than that, I think. This movie blows Kingsman out of the water, in my opinion. Kingsman yeah. opened to um, 36. Okay. Rated Kingsman R. opened to 36. Rated, Rated R. R. Kingsman was a bigger thing, though. <laughs> yeah, no way. No, I feel like Kingsman and <laughs> Mad, Mad, Mad Max, Max are... is actually a franchise. It's actually a name product. People forget yeah. that. I could be wrong. I mean, I could be. Hey, he could be. Know, I could be. All right, sorry, Sarah, go ahead. Now. I'm going to stick with one, Avengers, blah, blah, blah. Two, I'm going to agree with you. I think it's yes. going to Mad Max. Not um, to the Mad Max side. I, I, I completely am on that side. Um, I hope that we are right yeah, and he doesn't get to say that he is right because I'm going to be so annoyed if he's right. Number three. Um, number three, Pitch Perfect. Number four. Mm, no, these movies <laughs> suck. <laughs> Hot uh, pursuit. Yeah. It just has to. Mm-hmm. And Your Bunny Paul Blart. <laughs> I will not put that in this list. Okay. I didn't want to put that list in, in the list the first weekend it opened out of principle. Gosh, I hope I never meet anyone who made that movie. Yeah, it's, tough. <laughs> it's, tough. it's not gonna go over well. Yeah. Um and then number five, I'm between Age of Adeline and Ex Machina, I'm going to give it to Age of Adeline. I'm okay. still hearing girls okay. talk about it mm-hmm. and okay. telling people to see it. Hmm, so, Roxy kind of recommended it last week. Yeah, well, Roxy's like, she likes crying. Uh, yeah, she loved Fault in Our Stars. Yeah, she did. Oh, she did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I looked her but yeah, so I'll give it to Hot Pursuit and then Age of Adeline. That's going to be my top five. Wow. It's going to be very interesting. So it's, 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 yeah. it's really the top three and then everything else. You better be right. I honestly think. I'm just going out on a limb. <laughs> I like to take chances, you know. You just somebody. want to be different. No, I, 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 I just go by my model. All right. Somebody doesn't we take a to, chance. You guys, we you have to leave in two minutes. So if we have any callers yeah, that are right now, we can take like one, yeah, maybe need, two people, and you got to be yeah, quick with five, your predictions we five, yeah. because we have to, we are going to get kicked out of studio way too soon. Yeah. But <laughs> he's bringing it up. So, yeah, it's being yeah. brought up. We totally sprung out on our engineer. One real quick story about your trip in Europe, like. What was the one awesome thing? Did you get hit on by a this lot of guys is, out there? This yeah, the, how many guys is, in any? This yeah. is the most surprising thing. I'm going to stick with the interesting fact story. Yeah. Was that when I was in, I went to Croatia. I was awesome. walking around, and I had known that Game of Thrones was filmed a little bit there. It's also oh, okay. filmed in a bunch of countries yeah, in Iceland Europe. And stuff. But Croatia, 
of all places, has Game of Thrones walking tours. Hmm. What? And some of their cities. That's awesome. Where they, like, take you to some of the sets and oh, whatnot. Cool. But I was just like, I, I feel like you expect that. Like, hmm. I was in London, and they have all, yeah. like, they have Harry Potter World, and you go through the uh-huh. studios, and... You kind of almost expect those there, but I feel like when you go to Croatia, you expect the beach and castles. Sure. You don't expect to see like popular culture walking tours. Uh, well, that's what it is now because look at look at all the, the theaters. I mean, you could tell by mm-hmm. the, what they're doing at the theaters. International's killing. It's, it's crazy. Domestic. And so when Game of Thrones the movie comes out, we'll be talking about it a lot on this show. <laughs> Whenever fans- that comes out. Are you a big Game of Thrones fan? I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan. Oh, that's build, right. You do the podcast. What am I thinking? She, w- she uh, wanted to build a, the Game of Thrones. That's right. Antarctica. Antarctica. What do you think about these things? Yeah. I mean, that's No, but I was like, walking like, around Croatia, and there was like... <laughs> I was walking around Croatia, and there was just all these people in like Game of Thrones clothing. Not like like Stark t-shirts. Is Peter Dinklage there? I didn't see him. No. Oh, he's, he's easy to spot. He's awesome, though. I guess our calls aren't working because I'm just seeing like the loading sign no, for forever. Almost, I think we're almost there. Uh, if we don't get it in another minute or two, it's going to be sorry for everybody. Sorry. Sorry. I really want to hear We want to be selfish and we want to win. I want to hear what people say about Pitch Perfect because I think it's going to be really tight. You know, Mark Ellis agreed with me. What did he say? He said Pitch Perfect could beat Mad Max. I mean, it could. Yeah. I just... Anything could happen. I think that one of the good things about Pitch Perfect mm. is you can convince, mm-hmm. as you said, your significant other to go. Here right. we go. Oh, hello. Let's uh, finally got some calls on here. Welcome to Box Office Breakdown. Who do we got? Brian in Miami, who oh, predicted last week five for five. The man, Very the nice legend. legend. Yeah, Round dude. of applause for you. Make sure you uh, send JT your information. We'll send you something out. All right. All right. Quick, quick, quick hey, question, though. All right, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You, you got it. It's a quick question. No, no top five for you because you you won last week. Oh, okay. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Unless you want to just spit it out, but you're not. You in the can running. tell us for fun if you yeah. want. We're just we won't send you anything this week. Sorry, yeah. we're mean. Yeah, it's all right. it's all right. But um, but at least you know, question wise, um, if Avengers does get number one, um, you know, do you think it's going to be a battle between a Mad Max and? And a pitch perfect two for the number two and number three seed. I mean, 100%. Because, I mean, oh yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be a really good counterpoint right there to Mad Max and Avengers. Mm-hmm. And also and also just as a side note, I'm also I'm gonna put uh, Furious Five, uh, Furious Seven there in number five. But ah, it's gonna, awesome. be, it's gonna be it's gonna be counter it's gonna be counter programming everything. You know, with pitch perfect two and Hoppus two, mm-hmm. you know. It could it's be. Gonna, I mean, it's going to be a it's going to be a battle there between. The I mean, according to according to JTE, I mean, uh, you know, Mad Max to... can possibly beat Ultron. I mean, because he's think... got the numbers within a million or two million dollars. It's like five million, but yeah. I think there's a small chance. I might be hopeful, thinking, listen, if that happens, I am going to be ecstatic. It'll be a huge blow to. Avengers. We will we will play the uh, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome Tina Turner music video for an hour straight on the show. Yeah, if Mad Max. Yeah. Our show isn't <laughs> now. <laughs> that is a great song. <laughs> well, thanks, Brian. We'll send you that stuff. Alrighty. Thanks, dude. Poof. Thanks, Brian. Alright, Poof. Yep. One more quick call. One more, and we'll get the top five. This guy will be up for the running. Thanks for calling Box House Breakdown. Who do we got? Hey, this is Dylan. Of oh, course nice. it is. Hey, Dylan, what up? Hey, buddy. Thank you so much for helping us run the Facebook box office page. Yeah, we really appreciate Killing that. Killing it. Oh, no problem, man. Can you can you do this? Is that something you can do to check to see who's winning the top five? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll run back through all the episodes. And, That's great. Since uh, Jan- yeah, the first one. 
That'll be fantastic, dude. I'm gonna lose, so I think you should just give me some extra points for fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What I'm, I'm I'm fine with with cheating. It's okay. We gotta Thanks, get Dylan's top five. I'll, we have I'll, I'll give you an extra point if you wear the uh, that booty doe shirt. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yes, I will too. <laughs> I'll steal everyone's points that wear the shirt. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Nobody will ever talk if you wore that. <laughs> we need uh, to get words out. All right, Dylan, you haven't given us your top five in a while, so let's hear it. Let's hear it. Uh, I got. Actually, Pitch Perfect 2, number one. Wow. What? Wow. Right. Mike. It's, it's going to get it's gonna get a little crazier, because then I got Mad Max and then Avengers. Wow. wow. Okay. I, I respect that, man. Well, You're taking did, a big chance. That would that'd be Avengers very cool. Avengers would have to only drop like 40% to make 45. That's true. That's true. So That's where I, I got I got to drop it at like... Probably like 50, 52%, mm-hmm. which will put it closer to like the 37 million. Wow. That's yeah. big. Hmm. I mean, hey, you might uh, be right. He might. It, he, yeah. I'm not going to say you're wrong on this one, actually. I yeah. think that you totally could be. It just depends on that teen audience and how much of them are going to be repeat watchers of Avengers and yeah. how many of them are going to want to break off and watch Pitch Perfect. I, I think those repeat Avenger watches are done. Is Pitch Perfect PG 13? No. Oh, Pitch yes. Perfect too. Yeah, Pitch Perfect. That's the only thing I'm worried about is people buying tickets for Pitch Perfect or Avengers and sneaking into Mad Max. That's a possibility. That's the well. only thing I'm worried about. Yeah, see, that's why. I, yeah. that's, that's why I took into consideration. <laughs> yeah, he did just now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you got one, two, and three, which is a crazy lineup. Yeah. What do you got for four? <laughs> what do you got for four and five? Again? Uh, and then just Hot Pursuit, and then Unfriended? probably Age of Adeline. <laughs> oh, Age of Adeline. Right. Just because Furious 7 is, they're going to drop a whole bunch of theaters. Yeah. So. That's true, too. If you it's win gonna, this week. probably going to drop a thousand theaters, maybe more. If I you mean, win this week, man. Yeah. Legendary. Yeah, I, legendary I don't, win. I don't feel like the question is what Avengers is going to make, or even as much what Mad Max is going to make. It's what Pitch Perfect is going to make. That's, that's the wild card. That's the question. It's the wild card. Like I always said, I, I feel like I have my finger to the pulse of the people. I just yeah. don't feel the hype for Pitch Perfect 2 out there. I don't feel like people are talking about it. Mad Max, everyone is talking about. Okay. Avengers is still going to do good, but I have I have Mad Max number two only by a few million. If it was number one. Yeah, no. Hey, we'll see. I, I'm so yep. curious to see it's what happens. This is going to be a really fun weekend. <laughs> it is going to be really fun. Great. Thanks for the call, man. Thanks for that stuff. Thanks for all the You're the best, man. All right, guys. We are so yeah, over really, time. Really. I'm so sorry. The pit boss is going to kill us. Yeah, we're going to get in so much <laughs> trouble, but it was great to be back. I guess they can maybe blame this one on me. Welcome back to Popcorn Talk Network. Join us next week for Box Office Breakdown. We are going to have so much to talk about. Yes. And we've got Twitters. Yeah, at JTE on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope. Wow. Oh, my gosh. I'm that's, all over the place. That's a mouthful. I pop in stuck. Twitter. Yeah, and then we also have like Facebooks and YouTube. Yeah, we're doing well on the likes. You need to subscribe and like and please help us so that now I can say we went over because we were asking for so many likes. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. That's my excuse. And Dylan, you know, thanks again for running Facebook. Yeah, Yeah, it's good stuff. Yep, good stuff, guys. All right, bye, guys. Keep watching those movies, especially Mad Max. (laughs) From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only, and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.